Hey, everybody, it's C.J. Graham. That's right, Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th, Part 6, and you're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. From the Comic Collection at 83 Busselton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello. And say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3332. Wait, um, I can't see Roger. Well, that's all right. We're connecting video on Roger, but only me. No, I got a blank screen on Rudder too, but I, I mean, when he talked, I heard him. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to take a picture, wait until we're cute. <laughs> Can you get it? Can you catch it? On right, audio really platforms, on audio platforms, we've got the picture, and we also have Welcome to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly Show, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Presented to you by... Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. That's right. We are now incorporated people, or at least that's what I'm going to pretend to say while I'm filling out my taxes. I am your host, Chris Fristale, and joining me is the original, starting with Santa, him, bad Santa himself, Mr. Don Smith. What's happening, man? What's happening? <laughs> I wasn't sure we were doing a show tonight. There was just so much. I'm actually doing one. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Also joining us, the unhappy, disgruntled elf, Mr. Colin Washburn. Hey, thanks, Jolie. Here, hope you all are getting ready for the holiday and uh, getting ready to have Merry Christmases. <laughs> Making his triumphant return to Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly, the one master of putting dumpster juice in stockings, Mr. Christopher Rudder. Everybody has a lot of dumpster juice coming to them this year. Hi. How's everybody? <laughs> COVID edition. I was about ready to cut the problem up with that. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, if you wind up on a nice little stocking, Miss Serena. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. In the stocking. Don't <laughs> um, <laughs> ever say it. All right. In the interest of making this one quick, because we are in the holiday seasons, happy Hanukkah to our uh, people of Jewish faith out there that are listening. Uh, hope you have a wondrous Hanukkah. Christmas is coming up. So in that interest, we are shortening things up. I'm not even editing this out for uh, 
for the intros of the different segments. We're just going to go to it. Let's start it off with Mr. Don Smith and the News Buffet. Hey, all right, all right. It's back here for the News Buffet, as it is every week. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I didn't cover on my own show, so we'll go ahead. We'll start off on a high note. China's Aviation Authority released a new COVID-19 safety guideline that includes... Uh, the suggestion that flight attendants wear diapers to avoid using plane lavatories. Uh, the Civil, Administra- <laughs> Civil Aviation Administration of China, uh, CAC, uh, document titled, <laughs> just, that's the Civil Aviation Administration of China. Can you just repeat that? Uh, uh, technical <laughs> guidelines for epidemic prevention and, and control for airlines offer suggestions for hygiene practices to prevent flight crew members from contracting the coronavirus. The document, which includes recommendations for use of medical masks and other personal protection online for one unusual suggestion, it is recommended that cabin crew members to avoid using lavatories, barring special circumstances to avoid infection risks. Excuse me, stewardess. I, I just have to ask, <laughs> you or the upcoming dinner, bitch? <laughs> Captain, we got to pull the plane right, over. Captain, Mikey made a boom boom. They deserve better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These diapers. Exactly. Where are they? Go- Those planes are small. Where are they going to fit a changing state? German woman named Bertha. The stewardess when she's dirty. Global plane, man. I mean, I heard a snake on a plane. Stench on a plane? Oh, there's going to be some snakes on the plane. Move a couple of seats and put in a proper rest. <laughs> The breeze stock just went up. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> well, what yeah. They get the paper to drop it. They just drop in, it to save fuel. In in case of a loss of cabin pressure, please install. Please put on your own diaper first before assisting those around you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Your parents do it. You're good. You, you you know you know what it's leading to. It starts I've with this. A lot of weird life. Not one ever suggested I wear diapers. Well, that's what that's what I was about to say. It starts. Of a water landing. Do what? Dude, that's good. That's gonna sink you down. No, that's that's, that's absorbing as shit. Water landing because that's gonna absorb, and you're just gonna, yeah, you're just gonna sink. That's dangerous right there. You ever drop a tampon? So you ever drop a tampon in a toilet? <laughs> And things fill the hole. That's all I'm saying. A quick release. There's just a little pool there. But you know, you know what this is leading towards. If they're already making the flight crew make the, wear disposable diapers because so that way you don't use the public uh, bathroom on a plane. Next will be the 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 people taking the flight will have to wear them and. Can, it's well enough to go through TSA lines. What if you already got a loaded diaper on you? You know what I mean? I had to make sure it worked. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Here's, here's the thing. I haven't flown in a while. I just imagine the picture. One of the worst a things pic- about flying is getting stuck in that middle seat between two fat people. And I'm a big guy, too. So that's that's already terrible. If they're both wearing dirty diapers, I'm flying that. I'm, I'm hijacking that plane and flying it into a tower. Wait, is that too soon? <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> hey, hey, Colin. Remember earlier I was talking about uh, how we wouldn't get monetized on YouTube? That joke just made proved my point. 
I'm just wondering, is that considered a stink bomb? <laughs> oh, a dirty bomb for sure. Yeah. Oh my God! Somebody just somebody just let a bomb go on the plane. That's gonna have a whole new meaning. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It's like a biological. An online entertainer broke a Guinness World Record when he created a tower of tortillas that measured 32.1 inches high. Uh, Angel Zayas, uh, 24 years old, a drag queen and content creator, Speeds uh, Pero-like, uh, said it took him about three hours to stack the tortillas into a 32.1-inch pile that wouldn't topple over uh, Zayas said he prepared for practicing with various different kinds of tortillas to find the variety that stacks the easiest without tipping uh, far in any direction. Uh, Guinness educator Brittany Dunn witnessed the try virtually and certified that Zayas had created the world's tallest stack of tortillas. In case we know, I'm gonna beat him. In case we know why there's a tortilla shortage, it's this asshole. Uh, I, I just don't get quite enough. I think I could do 42. Yeah, that's less than three feet. That 32.1 inches does not seem that... Tortillas are flat. <laughs> They're like an eighth inch thick. <laughs> right, an eighth, 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 eighth an inch thick, so that's like eight eight of them per inch. So, yeah, you can go. That's that's not that complicated. Look, all I... It does I'm... not seem that complicated to me to stack that... This is just proving my point that lockdown is dangerous and people are losing their minds. This guy's creating Mexican Jenga. <laughs> with tortillas. <laughs> He's like, hey man, they got these tortillas. <laughs> but imagine this guy went to several stores and bought several different brands of tortillas just to try to, to practice. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Did Angel? Bring you some? Practicing the tortillas, man. Did he, did he wait till they were stale in shape? Well, he couldn't find any toilet paper. Right? He had to spin <laughs> That's not refried beans yeah, in between know. there. That, that's, that makes perfect sense. I mean, cause they, they've all... <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you're allowed to use some something in between to keep them uh, from... It says no outside support, but... Inside. What did, yeah, what did you use as a bonding use agent? Some sort of, uh, I don't know, bean paste? <laughs> What did you use? What did you use for a bonding agent? Avocado? No, Lavador. <laughs> There's your episode title, Chris. Homemade bean paste. There you go. <laughs> if that doesn't draw viewers in, pre-flight bean paste. <laughs> <laughs> it's organic. Now know about the pre, pre the uh, oh man, the uh, homemade bean paste. An Indiana portable. Hey, this is this is right up Rudder's. Uh, Indiana portable toilet company shared a festive video of what it calls a world record of the most animated faces on a single holiday light display. Service Sanitation posted a video to Facebook showing 32 Poop portable faces. toilets. Adorned with animated faces singing the song Hallelujah. The Jingle Johns have officially set a world record for the most animated animated faces on a single holiday light display. Uh, I, <laughs> I kind of want to see this video. Animated faces. I kind of want to see this video. I, I want to visit it. 
<laughs> I want to go and visit Rudder. I mean, this what? sounds kind of like the thing to do of 2020. I mean, no. toilet paper is, who knows? You never know. It's porta potty. That'd be fun. Go take it. Yeah, an an right it's close to Southern Indiana. We're guaranteed to fuck it up. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the director we got diapers. Don't worry about it. That one's chewing on a Yule log. Steve. Steve Dixtra, clarify it, Dixtra. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like the GI Joe villain you don't want to be. That's the member of Cobra, Dixtra. Uh, anyway, Steve Dixtra, the director of marketing for the company, clarified the feat was official Guinness World Record, but the company considers it to be a world record because they could not find any other videos online to dispute the claim. Because that's the world we live in. If you can't find evidence to the contrary, it's got to be true. true until proven otherwise so it's i have so many world records that i cannot find a single other video that disputes that i don't have that world record so i'm just gonna claim it fuck it why not that's it seems like the thing to do (laughs) i think Stoller got the one for longest poo i i think he was in the bathroom three hours the other day dude that was a really good book if 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 I saw any video or walk by any line of 30, 32 porta potties with animated faces singing Hallelujah, that's going to scare the fuck Because that 32 constipated people on those porta johns that finally got some relief. Oh, that's the funny part. Does, 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 does the. Uh, does the uh, like- hallelujah when you go to the job. Does the effect still happen if you sit down on the toilet to do your business? Like, do you have do you have Hallelujah singing on your lap? <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> Look, it's got a nose. I would hope so. <laughs> if you have to sing Hallelujah every time you make a bowel, you can probably try more fiber. I think we just found the first segment video that I'll release on breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Me sitting with my pants around my ankles singing hallelujah. <laughs> Bet I won't. I'm just, I'm just gonna start this next article out because the first word in the article the first word in this article is Wang. So that's that's got to be good. Wang Wang Lutai is no ordinary kung fu master. The 65-year-old from the village in central China practices a unique and excruciating-looking strand of martial arts coined Iron Crotch Kung Fu. What the fuck? Uh, its most unique technique involves a steel plate cap log. <laughs> a steel cap pl- steel plate cap log, two meters in length and weighing about 88 pounds that swings through the air and smashes into the man's crotch. What the fuck? Uh, when you practice iron crotch kung fu, as long as you push your shut... <laughs> the guy's name's Wang, too. If, you're gonna be, if your name's going to be Wang, you might as well smack yourself in the crotch with as many iron plates as you possibly fucking can. Right. Anyway. Harry Wang? Yeah. <laughs> When you practice iron crotch kung fu, as long as you push yourself, push yourself, you'll feel great," said Wang, head of the Juntun Martial Arts Academy. Wang, who has been practicing the technique for around half a century and has two children, what? Probably before he started, and possibly why, and the practice it doesn't and has no effect on fertility. What's the name of the guy who? 
have two. Who's who's the guy that swings the uh, iron <laughs> iron plated uh, log at him? Is it? Gong Shatner. <laughs> what? Shatner? <laughs> I'm gonna shove this log. Three syllables, motherfucker. You know, I have heard that they might have a little defect down there, but little defect is not this. Oh my god! See, see, they call it kung fu. Just, just so we're all on the same page. Well, the thing, the thing that fucks me up is I used to, I used, oh my god. Oh. Now, if you if you reverse this, he looks like a very happy man. Oh, that's not a log. That's an evergreen tree. Jesus Christ! That's not where you're supposed to plant the Christmas tree. Oh, it back. That needs some lubrication. Yeah, right. Ron Jeremy would cringe. Now that's flag right there. Ron Jeremy's putting his glasses on to make sure it ain't him. Not much of a That was a picture of Wang. Yeah, we, we just shared a Wang pick. We just shared a Wang pick. Paul Wang. The whole reason I did that story is for me to say, if I ever meet this Wang. Paul Wang. Several years ago, a young Egyptian man abandoned his degree in archaeology to hunt scorpions in the country's deserts and shores, uh, extracting their venom for medicinal use. At just 25 years old, Muhammad, is, that, that's uh, quite a handle, is now the owner of Cairo Venom Company, a project housing 80,000 scorpions in various farms across Egypt, as well as a range of snakes also kept for their venom. Caught using a colored UV light, the scorpions are exposed to a tiny electric current to stimulate the release of the venom, one gram of which can produce between 20 and 50,000 doses of anti-venom. A gram of scorpion venom can fetch $10,000 for a gram. And Boshta exports oh. to Europe, where it is used to make anti-venom for a range of other medicines, uh, including contention. So uh, anybody want to go into business, and are you good at catching shit? Well, all I'm saying is right yeah, now through that. Well, see that that that's it. Like as you were reading that whole entire thing, the other, that dude in the video, you guys have seen it. Anything cheap. You, you've seen, you guys have seen the video where that uh, Indonesian guy is in like that pit full of cobras, and that one cobra sits up and he smacks the fucking cobra on the head, like the dude with the biggest balls of steel ever. It's got to be this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God! No, no, that—that's one of those yeah, you can yeah, have that job, that, sir. I, I don't. Uh... <laughs> A little bit of electricity. Venom. Like. Mm -hmm. What's the What's well, the, the, what the idea? Is the idea of behind this is not the guy that goes out and catches them and even <laughs> milks them for their venom. You want to be the guy. You want to be the guy that makes these other idiots do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, the one. These guys that are actually going out and, and, and melting the scorpions. Dude, <laughs> I can picture. I can picture the company logo. The it's the guy that runs the company. 
I can picture the company logo now. It's a drawing. It's a drawing of the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> it's a drawing of the Energizer with two wires going up a scorpion's ass, and it's all like distorted with like the the, the zap lines all around it, <laughs> dripping venom from its tail. <laughs> keep going and going and, and going. going. It's like a commercial. Let me get a patent on that. Yeah. Wang yeah, Wang shows up. Let's see if you could shock some juice out of this. We're going to head back to Indiana for this one. Uh, it was a bad hair day. Uh, someone returned a stuffed hair on Tuesday that was had been stolen from an Indiana restaurant last week. Uh, Fox 59 Indianapolis reported surveillance video showed an unidentified customer at the 1930s Indiana picking up the taxidermied hair called Theodore A. Hare on Friday night, according to the report. The animal, dressed in a fancy hat and carrying an old shotgun, serves as the restaurant's mascot. The restaurant posted about the stolen hair on social media and it offered a $500 gift card for its return. Uh, Bren Jones, vice president of marketing and retail for the restaurant's owner, Hoos Culinary, uh, told the Indianapolis Star that replacing the hair would have cost about $1,000. Uh, no questions asked, no hard feelings. The restaurant tweeted, our only hope is he has returned unharmed. And he was returned. He was returned with a note. <laughs> he was. Re let, me, let me see if I can find the contents of the note here. Chris, I am so jealous. <laughs> Chris, I am this so jealous. I need to move sorry, to Indiana. He was well taken care of. <laughs> More entertainment there. I'm telling you, I need to move. I need to move to your yeah, neck of the woods, Chris. It, it, it seems like all the funny shit right happens right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not even knocking the fact that this thing was stolen. The fact that there's a restaurant whose mascot is a hare wearing a fancy hat, a bow, tie, fucking double barrel shotgun. A double barrel that shotgun. Awesome. How big is this fucking hare? Yeah, that is pretty cool. How big is his hair that it's carrying a double barrel shotgun? Jesus Christ. That's a hell of a hair. That's a hell of a hair. Wow. I want it. I'm not the bat one. No, I want that. He got drunk and he stole it. That is a live action Bugs Bunny cartoon right there. That is a live action Bugs Bunny cartoon. Straight from Elmer Fudd. There you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We didn't need one of those anyway. <laughs> Duck season. Rabbit season. Uh, we'll head out to Vegas. We'll head out to Vegas. We'll go back out to Vegas for one last uh, one last uh, report here on the news buffet. Las, Be Las Vegas, if I can say it. See, that's what happens when we have an hour conversation. We've been fucking drunk before the news buffet. That makes Las it better. Las Vegas police arrested a man uh, who they said they found clinging to the wing of an Alaska Airlines jet on the tarmac Saturday afternoon, according to local reports. Cell phone videos show the man wearing uh, what looks like a khaki-colored sweatpants shimmying along the wing as bemused passengers stare out the window. 
At one point, he rolls his pant leg up, appear, <laughs> appears to throw his shoe at the officers, and then tries to climb even higher. A group of officers walk out on the wing, and when they reach him, he loses his grip and falls to the pavement, appearing to strike his head. Officers and firefighters begin rendering aid. Okay, I call bullshit on this so just on the simple they, fact of khaki. Yeah, but I call bullshit on this because I have khaki sweatpants. I've never seen khaki colored sweatpants. <laughs> like I'm envisioning sweatpants that are like you know Jake from yeah, State Farm. <laughs> no, they just took a long flight, and there was no extra diapers. Oh, okay. So gray and yellow make pajama bottoms is what those are. So so gray so gray pants and yellow fluid yellow fluid. He didn't have the extra diapers for the flight, and he just had his pair of khaki pajama bottoms in his fucking carry on, and that's what he put on. That's why he rolled up his pant leg. He was so embarrassed when they landed. He climbed out on the wing. I'm fucking coming down. I shit my pants on a flight. <laughs> that's why. That's why he lifted his leg and pulled off his shoe and threw it. I'm gonna climb out on the wing, and they're going. The cops are gonna have to come get me because I'm not. I'm gonna make a scene. I'm not admitting that I shit my pants. I'd rather be known as the crazy guy that climbed out on the wing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Colonels of corn sold separately. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the news buffet for this week. Thank you very much for coming along for that ride. <laughs> Dude, the yeah, news. I would have enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you straight out, man. As far, as far as I'm concerned, the news buffet is literally Hanukkah. It is like getting eight days of gifts. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna trans. It says words like wang. <laughs> oh, that is. Hey, the guy's name is wang. I'm gonna say it's wang. And that wasn't even some weird spelling. That wasn't like H O U A U A N G wang. That was just W A N G. That was flat out fucking wang. That's not. How else can you pronounce that? Can you imagine the argument with his parents? Wang. I don't care. Could you imagine the argument with his parents over his profession? You allow people to throw fucking logs at your crotch. Why on earth do you think that is a job with a future? You're the ones that named me Wang. I have limited options. <laughs> it was this or porn. It was this or porn. <laughs> Hey, Rudd, are you still with us? I bet you he's making more money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rudd, are you still with us? Because yeah. it's your turn, man. It's time to for the return of What's Your Effing Deal? He's there. <laughs> and where's your video? What? Yeah, we have no video on That's you. That's why I'm not sure you're there. And it sucks. Oh, hang on. 
He was taking a nap during the news buffet. I still don't see anything. I don't know if your camera no, came I just had background on. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's saying connecting video. So connect us with whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, load, load another bowl. Well, load, load another bowl. I don't mind. <laughs> Okay, the, be yeah, the beauty yeah, of doing yeah. beauty of doing this shit through fucking social medias is uh, the fact that. <laughs> right? If you can smell it, what is the delta? The delta smelt it thing. Yep, that's oh. it. Oh, trust me, I smell well, plenty of that. The airline's new logo. He who delta smelt it. <laughs> No, we can't see you, but at least we can hear you. So go yeah, ahead, I, man. I can barely hear you. I can. I can't see you either. All right, cool. So uh, this week, uh, from what's your effing deal? Um, uh, we're going to talk about Warner Brothers just announced that they are going to release their entire 2021 lineup starting in January for streaming and HBO Go, starting with Wonder Woman. What's everybody think about that, and what have you read about it? I mean, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman, but I don't really know many more on that. Little blonde girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. I I said I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman '84, but I I really don't know more about it than that. I've been I've purposely been trying to stay ignorant of it, so I go to it. So it's a prequel, and it's completely, um, it's about four years prior to Captain Marvel. So there's little known in the world about metahumans. It's the very actual first appearance of it, even though uh, uh, Marvel is uh, content, uh, considered to be the first one in the Marvel Universe. But Woman is actually the first one in 1984. They actually um, go through quite a few different things with it. But after that, you have uh, Hawkman, you have Aquaman. And you have uh, the Justice League. You have another. You have another Batman, and you have a, another Superman. I'm looking forward to Superman and Batman. I mean, I Aquaman. So. I know a lot of people are down for. I on. I, I have a. I have a confession to make. I still have not watched the first Aquaman movie. Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman movie, I thought was really good with uh, Gal Gadot. I'm looking forward to 84, but like I said, I've been trying to stay uh, ignorant of it, so that way I get surprised. Because one thing DC is very famous on doing is spoiling their, their trailers. So I really don't want the plot spoiled for me in Wonder Woman 84. Um but with Henry Cavill returning to the to the Man of Steel role, and uh, believe it or not, as much as I hate Ryderson, from what I've seen thus far, the Batman looks like it's going to be a really good flick. So those are the two I'm most looking forward to. I think Batman's going to be badass. Really do. This is all news to me, and I can't wait for Wonder Woman. That's going to be awesome. The cool thing is it going to be all ages or adult? By the end of February, they're going to have all of these titles released. It's just one right after another, one right after another. Hmm. So that's that's how the new box office this, this year is flies and home rentals and how many times people stream it. You know, like if you rent it once, you could stream it two or three times. Watch it with your friends and your family, blah, blah, blah. You got to watch this. I rented it. So they're going to count number of streams, number of rentals, number of buys, and that's going to be the new box office. They're going to be it up. In the for, first month. 
uh, end of February. So within the first 60 days, they'll be setting new box office. It's going to be everything combined. So they're going to be like, you know, we have $7 billion in sales. And it's going to be like these record-breaking numbers and all this shit. And it's going to be the entire catalog released at once. It's going to be really, really crazy. It's the first time ever done. So I think it's kind of cool, you know, who rents what from what platform because they're going to be everywhere. I think it's a smart idea. Some of them will be on Universal. I think it's a smart – I think for DC – and the DC Extended Universe, I think it's a smart idea because DC has been hit and miss since okay. uh, since basically yeah. the Nolan stuff. It's yeah. been hit and miss on their movies. Doing a straight dump of all their movies all at once, you're you're bound to make some money because somebody's going to find at least one one Shazam in there that they love. You know what I mean? Or or one Wonder Woman it's, that they absolutely it's almost, love. It's it's almost like a chess match where everything is going to be used other than Disney Plus. Everything else is going to circle them in. So it's going to be like, what's Disney got in the lineup? Mandalorian's already spent. What's 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 Disney have? Well, Disney Disney's, Disney's got Disney's on crush from, from, from He's got punchback. Have have, have uh, you not seen the yeah, investors? I think it's actually a smart move. Ha, have you seen the investors uh, thing Lucasfilm put uh, out for for Disney Plus? They made an uh, they they announced a straight lineup uh, yeah, of stuff great. that's going to fuck phenomenal. A new movie in Rogue Squadron spinoff show, a Boba Fett spinoff show, oh. Andor's coming. It, it I think Disney I think Disney's going to yeah, do all right against DC. Talking, the the thing about this is is in ninety days Warner Brothers is going to release Warner Brothers and DC are going to about fifteen titles versus Dis, Disney Plus's is going to release five in a 90-day period of time. Even though they're Star Wars, even though they're indoor, even though it's it, it, it's 15 titles versus five in a 90-day period of time, they're going to box them in. This is going to be their one chance to possibly take a foothold in the market that Marvel and Disney has had for the past 12, 15 years. This is going to be their one chance to put a dagger in them and like hold them in place for a second so they can really make a head start because they have another 50 titles behind it already lined up. Even though Disney does too, they have the quicker release because they've stockpiled movies for the past two years. True. And Disney is just now like, okay, we got, we got stockpile shit so we can, we can keep up with this later. So it's, you know, what, what does the next year hold for what everybody like fucking geeks out over? Is it going to be Marvel? Is it going to be, is it going to be Star Wars or is it going to be DC related shit? Um, you I, know, I think it, it makes for a very interesting movie year. Well, I'll, I'll put it. That's the cool thing about it for us who watch it as fans. You're going to have the opportunity to, you know, three months Netflix, rent for three months Disney, but whatever. You can alternate and rotate and keep up with everything that gets released this year. And it's all the tone is going to be set between now and February. Well, to answer your to cool. answer your question, I'm going to put out a prediction between who's going to own the year DC, Marvel, or Star Wars. I will tell you right now who the winner is. The fans, we're getting all of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're going to be seeing all of it. So the the winner at the end of the day is going to be the fans because we get to sit there and watch Star Wars. We get to sit there and watch Marvel. Well, fuck. Nowadays, nobody's got cable anymore. They're all renting the streaming services anyway. Yeah, so it's fans not. Fans don't give a shit if we. As long as we got yeah, good entertainment. We got to jump across several platforms. We're we're gonna enjoy the shit anyway. 
Because I got to tell you, I never actually paid much attention to the Marvel movies. I've been watching those lately. It's fucking good shit. It's great shit. Surprise. I surprised myself. It's good, it's good theater, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Ironically enough, with yeah, Marvel... Absolutely. It's with Mar- to nominate for a not. And or, if they- or, you know, it's not the pianist or... I, I will say this much. It's not the you know pianist or anything that you're gonna you know nominate for an Oscar or anything, but it's it's solid. I I will say this much for Marvel and for DC, especially for people that are first going through the uh, the, uh, the 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 catalogs for the first. Ironically enough, in in my experience, it's the best movies from both of those franchises have been like the lesser known properties. I'm talking about like Shazam and 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 uh, Ant Man, for example. These movies were uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. These were phenomenal hits for fucking C-list. Ant Man, I don't know. for for C-list characters in, in their respective comic genres. Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. Awesome. Ant Man surprised me because I don't like fucking Paul Rudd, but Ant Man was actually a good flick. Yeah, yeah, Ant Man was cool because they tied it into the other, uh, the other parts of the franchise, and they brought yeah. in that were needed for different plots and for characters and stuff. It was totally cool. I loved Ant Man. Great. Yeah. But I mean that that's been the forte for Marvel, which is. Uh... I think that we're going to be seeing more with Disney. I mean, yeah, okay, we only got five titles. Yeah, but Disney has Marvel. Disney has Star Wars. Disney has the Alien franchise. You know, the Alien franchise. We, 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 they haven't really released too much about that, but there has yeah. been there has been a report that Disney is going to be releasing an Alien TV show. How awesome is that going to be? They're also going to do another Predator series. They own the rights to it now too. Yeah, I don't care about Predator. You know what I really want? If Disney wants to impress really? me with buying no. with, with with buying 20th Century Fox, give me the third movie to the new new Alien trilogy. We had Prometheus, we had Covenant. Yeah, they both didn't do great in the box office, but there's still Predator. I was never a fan. I was never a fan of Predator. Personally, I I just never was. Oh my God! With our graphics and oh my God, if they made that, if you watch it now, it doesn't look cheesy. But it's it's not. I would really like like to see any of these studios take an actual leap, go ahead with the family, pay off Arkham, um, and pay off Penguin Books, and go ahead and just write like a real H.P. Lovecraft story, giving him complete credit. Writing something about the Chthonians, or writing something about oh, yeah. Arkham House, writing something—you know—any of those stories. Really giving him really doing a A plus production on it, instead of these B plus movie credit that they deserve. And you know, I mean, like uh, Tremors—that's a H.P. Lovecraft story, actually. And mm. they just stole it and adapted it, so that way they could say it wasn't his. And one of these studios would actually—if they're going to spend the money, they're going to spend on Doom. Man, they should spend the Dude. money on a real HP, the old ones. Do something in the Antarctic. The lurking doom. 
uh, or the dungeon of In's mouth, or, or the uh, you know In's um, uh, the deep of In's mouth, and hitting the pendulum. Uh, the, uh, no, that's uh, that's HP Edgar Allan Poe. Um, oh. But uh, <laughs> I know I'm just thinking of old cool things. <laughs> no, but you know, in, any of these stories, I don't. That, I don't you know, think because, since um, Vincent Price is dead, I know, since Vincent Price is dead, I think they should do anything new of Edgar Allan Poe because it'll just pale in comparison. Yeah, no, those, those were done. Those are the classics. You can't do them. But what they can improve is something that was done of H.P. Lovecraft, like the Unnameable yeah. or, um, you know, um, the uh, 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 the Army of the Dead, all of that stuff that Bruce Campbell done, uh, did with the Necronomicon and everything. That was oh, all H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. So if they, were to, if they were to go ahead and tilt that to an A studio and an A budget and really put some fucking time in it, go ahead and year and a half into it, and make it fucking you know, the legend of Innsmouth or the legend of Dunswood and uh, or the color out of space, do something like that. That would be that would be a fucking you could make that a two and a half hour hour kind of out of reality and doing shit. That'd be just fucking phenomenal to fucking see if one of these studio but I don't understand there's only like one yeah. living Lovecraft left and and then you have uh, there's like a, only like a brother sister duo from Arkham House, and there's a very limited family involved with Penguin getting all them to get and buy a movie like that. I, I I guess it would be a billion dollar movie before he even got started. I guess, but man, if they could do that, if you look in the front of every Stephen King book, every Clyde Barker book, every uh, uh, Cluster uh, Cluster book, every uh, uh, Koontz book. They all live Lovecraft as their, you know, I mean, that's their hero along with Edgar Allan Poe. And for no oh, yeah. movie other than three just horrible fucking B and C rated being completely written in, in that vein, travesty. I think there needs to be something done like it. It would blow well, I, everybody. I, I, I can't, I can't, count, I can't count the Bruce Campbell Evil Dead series as horrible because those were fucking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were, they were phenomenal. phenomenal. They weren't a, you know... A, even, a the, even, the series, even the series, even the yeah. series, even the series Ash and the Undead surprised me. I thought it was going to suck, yeah. and then I thought it was, like, uh, fucking cool as hell. I'll tell you, normally I would agree with but you, but there is there one thing that scares out of me. There is one thing that scares the shit out of me, and that <laughs> is the announcement of rebooting Killer Clowns from Outer Space. If they try to make this a big budget film and take it out of its glory and B rate, I think it's going to destroy the fucking film. I'm scared of the remake of fucking oh, Killer Clowns. Kill it. Believe it. Kill it. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, they're going to kill it. Or if, if, they, if they uh, did Dead or Dead Two as a big budget movie, would kill the feel of it. That's that's what worried me about Ash and the Evil Dead is they were they weren't going to stick to their roots, and I was so right. glad that they did. A big budget movie, I would think, would would just fuck it up. <laughs> you, you're you're right on yeah. that, uh, uh, and I, and I think Killer Clowns is going to be just it's going to be just god awful. It's going to be like Z Nation, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to be yeah. It's going to be. Hopefully, it's not terrible, but it's not going to be good. <laughs> so that's this week and uh, what you're effing deal. Hope you guys like it. Right on. I gotta say this much though. I, I, I before we up hey, and deal. Can I, can I? Can you what? I'd like to talk to Rudder for a minute too. Oh, I go ahead. Know who we think be the Jedi? Let's get Baby Yoda. Oh, Grogu, not Baby Yoda. Well, it's Grogu. Let's pick up Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's name matters. Or Grogu. Grogu. Uh, it's still Baby Yoda. Too dumb of a name. 
All right, one question at a time. Serenity. Um, I wanted to ask you about the new Curse of Oak Island because they're talking about doing a bunch of new builds. But I would really like to get into this whole Mandalorian. Who is the father? Of- no, who's going to be the trainer? Yeah. So Grogu, I, I still, I, I'm still really holding on to the cloners um, until they prove otherwise. I'm, I'm hanging on to the cloners for a moment uh, with Grogu. The Oak Island, uh, the fact that they're getting ready to do the honeycomb build and that they have found a few things. I think uh, by the end of the season, it's uh, they're not going to find anything yet, but I think that they're going to um, uh, they're going to uncover some stuff and eliminate some things that make it, you know, like pinpoint where something is and, and the tie-in with the Templars. I think the coolest thing is going to be they're going to find where it should be and it's not going to be it was already to, uh, is what I think is going to happen. So... Well, because of it being Hanukkah and my family being Jewish, the fact that the map ties into that painting and Dick was able to fox based on the mm-hmm. menorah. I mean, like all this uh-huh. crazy stuff is going on that just, it all links together in a weird way. And the, I think that it's the only thing, like life-changing. The, the, only thing, uh, the only thing that gives me pause um, uh, the menorah and... Um, uh, the artifacts that might be there, because obviously a lot of it is still tied to the Ark of the Covenant, right? Uh, the the only mm-hmm. thing that gives me pause with that is in Ethiopia, uh, there is a huge population, huge. It's beyond village, and it's beyond a city, what you would consider an Ethiopian, uh, mostly, mostly like dirt huts and whatnot, but it's a city. And there's, you know, it's a million strong people. And they worship a religion that they believe that the Ark of the Covenant is actually there in Ethiopia. And uh, the priest, uh, the high priest of the place, talked to Graham and uh, Graham Hancock before he wrote. And um, uh, I, I think that it's been moved. I really was there. There's going to be some trace. But I think it, it's going to end up being moved, and so the story continues, or we gave it our best. We're going to find you know, a few million in fucking coins or whatever, whatever they find left, but the main treasure, the Ark and anything like that, it's been moved. And so I, I think that be on the trail of something like super historical, there's proof of it. So everybody has to rethink things that way. But as far as like seeing the fucking Ark or whatever in it, rewriting history, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be a chase, you know, but they, that's, that's what I think. Well, It'll be a fun chase at the end. I, I yeah, want to. I, I want to answer Colin I mean, real who's quick. Gonna who's going to trade? I I, I want to answer real quick. Right, I think I think that it's be down yeah, between be two people. Be I think it's down between two people. I think it's either Luke Skywalker because there's been a lot of push on the internet. There's been a lot of push and an, an activity on the actor himself of getting uh, Sebastian Stan to take on the role of Luke. Uh, we're age for Luke during the time. However, on the episode where we had Ahsoka and Ahsoka was drilling uh, that that Imperial lady to find out about Thrawn, that alone tells me that the we're going to get the live action version of Ed uh, Bridger from Rebels. I think he's the trainer for Grogu. And personally, I hope it's Ezra because if it's okay. if it's yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah. If it's Luke, we know where Grogu's story ends, and that's the slaughter of the Jedi Temple. Right. Yeah, and also, because Bridger is also... Bridger, you meet Thrall. So, if that... 
do we have Thrall coming in soon? Do and I we I do have Thrall coming in soon. And that's that's fucking kick ass, man. Because Thrall is like one of the baddest characters that nobody ever talks about, you know, except for like super nerds, you know. Grand Admiral, <laughs> Grand Admiral Thrawn was a super beast and of a we're villain. Talking about him. You know, uh, he was a super beast villain yeah. in the Ended Universe uh, books. Uh, when he finally came to canon with uh, Star Wars Rebels, the way he was portrayed in Rebels was absolutely perfection. To bring him live action to, to the Mandalorian would just be ungodly. It, it really would. Like, people... People would still classify like Darth Vader number one as far as Star Wars villains of all time, but Thrawn is easily a number two. Easily a number two. Well, the cool Thrall, the real cool thing about Thrall is that his entire backstory provides a backdrop possibly to what the Mandalorian is doing. The Mandalorian is still the foreground along with Grogu, but everything in the background you keep hearing all of these stories through the back channels of thrall and everything really elevates the story because you know it's getting closer Mm -hmm. and if if nothing else thrall wasn't it he was a force uh uh, to be reckoned with you know it's it's moving closer is kind of like impending doom while he's trying to outrun everybody else who's chasing him and grogu so uh, yeah there's there's something to be said that i think i hope it does happen i I don't know, like, that's that's an entire production. Like, that's a movie, not just a miniseries. Well, so maybe they do it that way. Um, yeah, I think, there's, I think they could do it that way, actually. That would be giving it respect, at least. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah. Well, and, and Thrall is, is considered canon now, you know. He is canon. So, you know, you, you do have to kind of side with Thrall a little bit. He is canon, so. All right, uh, uh, Colin, what'd you have, man? Yeah, so you look at all this, and then there's there's this talk about this Mace Windu series coming up. They said, like, in yeah. five years or something. Huh. Yeah. Have you heard anything yeah. about that? I haven't heard about Mace. Yeah, I did uh, hear yeah, about uh, Lando. Uh, uh, John is... John... Well, uh, uh, yeah, both of them are actually being talked about at the same time. Mace is being talked about by John Favreau, and um, uh, Lando is being, is being talked about by... Um, um, what's his face? He did Jedi and whatnot. Ryan he's talking about coming back. So um, Ryan Johnson, he ain't coming. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he's talked about the possibility. Of, well, and if they if they if they want him to come back, he'll come back. You know, if he has a strong enough story. On, you know, I mean, he sold him on doing a trilogy. He can sell him again. Yeah, but so, they they canceled um, the trilogy because of all the uh, backlash of Last Jedi. About, but the most likely is. I don't. I don't the see most, the most likely. Then obviously has to be. Uh... See, I agree. I, I'm. I'm not. Dis- yeah. I'm not discrediting you in any. Because I mean, I've seen him fly. Well, we we know people can come back from the dead in Star Wars. I mean, Boba yeah, did it. Not, and Palpatine did it. You know. So, so Mace Windu returning is not all that happened in that battle, and then he got, he got thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah, Mace. Right, right. But he's been gone for. Oh, so I'm long. just, I'm just saying that a will, series of will, Boba Fett is much more. A, a series of Boba Fett, even if it's a prequel, is much more easy to see than a Mace ring, uh, even if it is a prequel. But then it loses it. Ooh, because Mace, uh, Mace Windu doesn't really mean anything until the Trials of the Jedi Council. 
So I think the series, the series you, <clears throat> with Boba Fett, I mean, that's kind of what, uh, if it hadn't been for the fascination with Boba Fett as the bounty hunter badass, I don't know if the Mandalorian would have taken off the way it did, because that's kind of the basis of it. Yet, ironically, I would go on the opposite end right, and, and say that the Mandalorian badass. Oh, yeah. Was, the it, the Mandalorian, it, like, it, I was... As soon as I saw that ship fly in on that episode, well see i'm i'm the opposite i'm i'm one of those people that always hated boba yeah. fett i thought he was an overrated character in the original movies like why do people like this guy he's got five lines in the movie and one of them's ah he got poked a stick by a blind guy and fell into a toothy yeah, butthole but he's not a bad he's not a he's not a badass the, the mandalorian problem, proved me wrong the problem is that you're 99 to 1 Chris. I know. The problem is you're 99 to 1. Right, but what I'm saying... one of you, there's 99 people who do like it. Right, but what I'm, what I'm yeah. saying is, is at the end of the day, when he returned in Mandalorian, when I heard he was going to return, I'm going to beat a dead horse. But what they did have done with Boba so far, they're, they're shutting my mouth. <laughs> now I'm seeing the badass that Boba was supposed to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm seeing the character that everybody yeah. else has seen for 40 years, you know? <laughs> So credit the Mandalorian. The problem is, is if you read all the books. The problem is, is if you read all the books and you read everything that was considered to be canon, you know, like the X-wings and the fucking Solo series and and all that stuff, the Skywalker series, everything in between all of the movies that came out during the '80s up until the '90s before the prequels came out, you already knew that Boba Fett was a badass. So that that's like the difference between people who like like really are fucking nerded out by canon. And other people who caught up as it went on, because there's a lot of people who are into it. That Boba was like he was he was the badass. Well, no, I he just got in that one little scene in the movie. No, I, I that he was a badass. No, I I've read the uh, I've read the uh, original extended universe stuff. I've read the bounty hunter series with him and all that. And I I admit that he was back then. I looked at the extended universe as kind of fan fiction more than like gospel truth for Star Wars. So to me, it was just placating to the fans in those books. But seeing him live action the way he's been in Mandalorian these past couple episodes, yeah, I've been I've been proven wrong. Uh, Boba is a badass. I admit my mistake, and I was wrong on that. I, if Mandalorian didn't exist, then my position towards Boba would still be the same. <laughs> if we're gonna play hat changes, let's play hat changes. All right. Well, the coolest thing about this whole. <laughs> Now, it's now they're like a whole new show. Shit in now because now they're bringing characters, um, like the, from Rebels and stuff, and so and other characters can co mingle now because we've got characters that are tied to those series, those animated series. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what makes me excited. We're gonna see new characters and characters that we're familiar with from Rebels and things. Jesus Christ! I have to say, I have to say something. I, not to interrupt everybody, but Don in that baseball cap with the with the flannel shirt on was totally fucking like trucker mode. <laughs> that was redneck trucker right there. <laughs> It's weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. I don't know. I'm looking at that now, and I'm thinking of uh, the the wrestler Way Bryant. I can't do this. 
All right. Well, while while I'm watching Chris and Serenity <laughs> try to eat, throwing his face faster than any Rod Jeremy movie. <laughs> As I'm watching Chris and Serenity try to capture uh, hamburger di- digital hamburgers in their mouth, why don't we go into after hours? <laughs> oh my God! I recording screen. <laughs> No, not at all. All right. The only thing I got, the only thing I got that Serenity and I were talking about previously for after hours, the only thing I have that we were talking about previously was uh, with it being the season of the holidays. Uh, have you guys have you guys seen where people like take outlandish pictures of them and their family and they send it off as like family Christmas cards? Yeah. Kind of like this. Yeah, Kind of like this. Yeah. This this right now should be our Christmas card to everybody. <laughs> oh good lord. Wait a minute. I I'm I'm in betting that Rudder just sent me a yes he did. Oh. That is our Christmas card. <laughs> I will put that up on the network. <laughs> Happy holidays from Rome, from breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But, what is this one? Oh, there we go. Now Don's got the, the pimp hat on. <laughs> Ironic that almost all of us have a cowboy hat. <laughs> Hold on, what man. is my hair doing today? <laughs> my Take off the white one face. and put on my bad man hat. <laughs> <laughs> off the rails, dear. <laughs> now, see, this would be a lot funnier. <laughs> Yo quiero. <laughs> Yo quiero. <laughs> Running for the bathroom. It's Montezuma's pothead. It's Montezuma's pothead right there. This is what Kush does to you. Oh, good lord. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's get going. We were on uh, holiday yes. holiday family fucking Christmas cards, and we went to. I, I wanted to put Don to work on finding some funny ones that we can make fun of because we've all seen it. I know we've all seen it. People sending pictures of their ugly ass kids, like dressed up in pink bunny outfits, and you know stuff like that. Like from our family to yours, Merry Christmas. Yeah, no, so I, oh, yeah. I, I thought I thought we could just have a little fun for the holiday season and just pick on those types of things. What do you guys think? You have any stories you want to share of silly outings or like I said, I can get Don to, to, to screen share maybe some silly ones that he finds on Google or something. 
<laughs> or I'll sit in silence. I don't know. Um, I don't know what here. <laughs> you know, as I stated earlier, I I'm Jewish, but you know, I also am Christian. So <laughs> Um, I have a really, really good holiday tradition. Me and my family always do prank presents. So this year, I'm pranking my four-year-old daughter with snake in a can. It looks like potato chips, just like Pringles, but the snake in the can pops out. So I ordered it a few days ago. <laughs> okay, I ordered it a few days ago. We will see how it goes over because it says for ages three and up. Which is a lot better than the popcorn bucket with the surprise in the bottom that she's been tricked with before. (laughs) (laughs) That weren't no snake. Don't worry. (laughs) That weren't no snake. (laughs) And the popcorn was extra buttery. (laughs) Hey, Jed, it's for Christmas, okay? You sure you're hanging around? I remember when my mom... Oh, too soon? ...testing the taste. <laughs> Baking cocoa doesn't taste good at the holidays. I tried it when I was five years old. Yuck. Okay, I've got one. Why the fuck do people drink... That? Why do people... Egg food young? Egg food Darling, you're on the spot. What's going on? I don't know. He said something tasted gross, so... Oh. Baking cocoa. Around the holidays, make fudge. You use baking cocoa. It is the most bitter cocoa on the planet. It has no sweetness to it at all. It's nasty. But my mom said, hey, "Go ahead, try some." I'm like, "Okay." I took a little chunk, took a bite. Yeah, I spit that out right away. It was bleh. never again. No, baking cocoa is out. Speaks that should be spit out. Why in God's name for the holiday? Baking cocoa, homemade bead paste. Does anybody realize how cute Chris Rudder looks right now? He looks like he has visions of sugar plums but hey. dancing through his head right now. Oh, <laughs> oh we lost him. Yeah, I, I think that he oh, took a shot there. for me. You were making fun. Making fun. What are we looking at? What are we doing, Don? Oh, I don't know. Is it creepy Christmas? Creepy Christmas photos that we were looking at. Oh, okay. Well, oh my God. Okay, so wow, what is that? I see it behind the tree. There's yeah. In a dark room, hide my tree. That's. <laughs> Check out the oh, door. Send it to me. <laughs> Red rum. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Red rum. That's pretty good. Oh. oh, I've seen like the worst, like the worst card photos. Ah, look at that. There's always a step kid left out. Jesus Christ. Right what was that? The oh, yeah, Annabelle? This is, audio. this is just audio. So this isn't doing any good for our listeners. <laughs> no, there was like this. That's this why we got to describe picture. it. It was like a postcard picture, right? And it was a family, right? It was like two twin brothers and a Well, the sister in the middle, and they had these like gnarly dogs that were like trying to snarl and like, rah, bare their teeth and everything. And the brothers on each side were holding them, and the girl in the middle was just like cracking up because they're both like about to kill each other. Everybody's smiling for the Christmas picture. (laughs) But except for the dogs, they were all pissed. God damn, that woman loves that pug more than she loves her husband. (laughs) 
I bet. He's a decapitated oh. head while she's holding the pug like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, he's an afterthought. He's a superimposed image. Look, she's got her hand on his pug dick. <laughs> I think that the dog is wearing the ring, not the husband. <laughs> well, yeah. That's, his little red rocket stuck in her ring finger. Look at that. Good Lord. <laughs> the red rocket. Hanging out like it. <laughs> red rum he can't say nothing about it she'll turn into Karen <laughs> oh. she turned into Karen long ago that's it she's smiling because a dude behind her isn't her husband that was the manager <laughs> that was her pimp what was that a bikini oh man or does not <laughs> the fuck uh, dude, that's just weird i'm not okay i have a fun game that we could all play they're all wearing pug shirts what the fuck <laughs> okay so <laughs> there's one pug right there and he's like i don't even want my face seen on this and they're like ah too fucking bad <laughs> it's on every one of our shirts you know it's sad when they picture to put on a shirt and the dog's embarrassed <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The dude on the right is way too happy to be there. He's like painfully happy. <laughs> Just what I always wanted. I'd like everyone to take guesses on what the hell that app is. And he's not even part of the family. <laughs> you can <laughs> tell. Okay. He's adopted. You can all you can tell by looking at him. <laughs> One of these things oh, is not sorry. like the other. <laughs> oh, that made me choke. <laughs> what is the pussy oh, app? Is that the cousin? What is the pussy app? That's my big question. That is my big question. And why is it coming up as something on my phone? <laughs> Corduroy something? And then what is it? Pussy whip? Hey, what's with the what's with the uh, Ronald McDonald like, with the machine gun? What is, it looks like Olive Garden, maybe. That one's just kind of cute, except for Love Satan. <laughs> Girl holding up yeah. a drawing she did for Christmas. Do you dare me to click on it? Go ahead. Cl click on it. Let's see what it is while we're going through these. I'm going to click these. on it. As we're, as we're paying homage to the Christmas saint of Satan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm sorry. It's a pussy willow. Uh, Growing a pussy <laughs> tree. Learn to care about pussy willows. Oh, God. <laughs> what the wow. fuck is that? How you guys have changed my algorithm. These people need to, <laughs> these people need to realize Christmas ended. Or, excuse me, Halloween ended. It's Christmas now. You don't need to put severed heads under the tree. <laughs> wow. That was a scary one. Cool. Hey, Chris. Welcome hey. back. Yeah, sorry. My <laughs> shit died. Aw. You looked adorable in that. Bruce before the transition. Before. Bruce could still outrun you. You think? Totally a dude. No, you're looking too low. Look higher. Yeah, but look, look at higher. look at the baby's expression looking at him like you aren't oh. my daddy. 
don't know what the fuck's going on there. Why are you wearing my sister's dress? <laughs> oh, good he lord. Got, what, what happened here, he got really drunk the night before family photos. He got really fucking drunk before night family photos. That's how he woke up. There was no time to change. Actually, I don't they know. They just had to rush right there for their family photos that year. I don't know. Looking at the other two girls and and, and the uh, the mother at the at the mother looking as straight ahead and as uncomfortably smiling as they are, it's almost like mom said, "Don't make eye contact." And the little baby just didn't listen. <laughs> how fucked up would it? Be? How fucked up would it be if the family photo was the three was the three daughters and the mother and the the dude in the dress is actually. <laughs> Let me get in. <laughs> Holy Jesus Christ! The Adam fa- Adams family. Uh, there is Christmas. way too much to unpack there. Like, why is Papaw's arm broken? <laughs> why is Papaw's arm broken? He—that's a bar fight right there. The night. Yeah, but look at look what? at the what? look what? at the woman. Look at the woman in the middle. That's it's like she's saying. the sequel. She's the sequel trend uh, gender bender for fucking Weekend at Bernie's Three. No, no, that's <laughs> no, that's Rocky Dennis. Jesus, I don't know if you guys, from the movie Mask, he borrowed one of Sharon's dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Saved his legs too. <laughs> that's an Oompa Loompa without the makeup. That's. <laughs> Willie Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory really took a hard turn. It's weird that I focus on the grandfather with the broken arm, because that's like, I guess that's a family memory for me. <laughs> as long as they're not talking about how it happened, what the heck? Are, is that guy eating a Christmas tree? Dude, Richard or Simmons has really let himself go. <laughs> well, he grew some nice boobs. <laughs> I'm telling Richard Simmons now. I'm telling you, he came out of hiding, or now she came out of hiding. Oh, good lord! And not on a diet, and definitely eating that tree. I love this. Is the best tattoo in the world. I'm getting one of those. <laughs> Rudolph the red nosed deer. Yeah, it's that Rudolph. Is a reindeer with a nipple. Rudolph, nipple-nosed reindeer. <laughs> I got a oh, Sharpie. Shit. I'll do it for 20 bucks. Well, the only thing is I got <laughs> You got to shave that little reindeer face into your chest here. And I'm pretty sure this is nipple. <laughs> this is nipple toe right above his nipple. That's nipple toe. Right there. <laughs> nipple toe. <laughs> have raspberry stuck to his chest. <laughs> Notice how the girl pointing to it is afraid to touch it. To make it that red, or were those girls just pinching it? Oh, I'm sure that's lipstick. <laughs> that's, that's why you have a nipple toe hanging right above it. Let Let's be re- Let's be real. If If somebody ripped their shirt and and produced that for you, uh, Serenity, She's would like, you want to touch it? To touch it now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of worried about the guy next to him too. He's wearing a fucking couch cushion. He kind of is, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a onesie, man. <laughs> it's a onesie. onesie. <laughs> I think he's ready to go golfing. Hey, all right. Somebody hey, hey, he matches my pants. <laughs> Seriously, he matches shirt. my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, he stole the rest of your onesie. <laughs> 
Now you know where the top went. Oh the my fuck God. are you? What the? She's pulling his pants down while he's holding up fucking uh, Ralphie from Christmas Story. Why is he half naked in that? Don't go away. <laughs> yeah. For unto us a child like, is where born. Where his, his clothes go? He'll shoot his eyes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, those, are, those are some jean shorty shorts he's wearing, and that's just not right. Let's break this down a minute. You have him holding a baby like he doesn't really care. I'm shocked he can make... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, there it is. Christopher Reeve has gone way... <laughs> and Stephen Hawking before the chair. Clark Kent has gone way off fucking base. <laughs> I like the cape on the cat, but he's petting the wrong pussy. I'll tell you that. That's the only pussy he can get. Look at him. He probably has never petted a pussy. He looks no, his left hand is petting the that gray one, and his right hand is doing nothing. Or maybe he's left-handed. Actually, he's holding the the uh, the the calico right cat down. Right here looks like it's. Well, if you look at the look on the cat's face, he probably has a finger That's somewhere that cat ain't comfortable That's with. <laughs> Where is his other hand? That ain't his other hand. That's somebody else's hand. <laughs> That's coming in right there on that pussy right there. That's not his hand. That's too I don't want Ben. That's <laughs> <laughs> coming out of nowhere. The on his face is just, that is the most lecherous. That, yeah, he, he, uh. That's creeping me out. I feel like I'm being. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? We have a picture of a random hand on your pussy. Don't send it to everyone. <laughs> the fuck? When you have that type of physique, you don't wear those type of G-strings. <laughs> what happened to his legs? Like, he worked out everything but his legs. Oh, my God. He's looking at white ass. <laughs> Somebody want to oil him up and put him by the Christmas tree. Bo Duke has really let himself go since leaving Hazard for California. <laughs> oh, Look at that shitty tan. But you can tell he he wears the same shorty shorts as the guy from that other picture. Yeah, yeah. I think his robe yeah. is around the bottom of the tree. Why is he choking a chicken? Got to choke your choke your goose. That's all I can say. Are you sure that's not? What the fuck? A chicken? There's a lot, there's okay. a lot of fucking birds and poultry in this shit. Yeah, but look at shorts. look at the dog's face. He's shocked what at what they're doing to that duck. On the shoulder. <laughs> There's like random animals in this picture. <laughs> I'm worried about this, this particular duck right here. He's that's crazy. Where's his back hand? He's proud of it. The front hand's got the the duck by the neck, but the back hand looks like it's entering by the back door. The Chinese restaurant bought it. <laughs> I want the record. I want. I want the record. I want the record to show that Don Smith said shorty shorts. Shorty shorts. You got something against shorty shorts, Redder? What the hell? It's not what this guy's other hand is doing to the duck. It's why it's holding that duck in that position that worries me. Shorty shorts. Christmas shorty shorts. Dog, man. 
Good Lord. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, where's the hand behind the dog? Where's the hand behind the dog? I love this. <laughs> oh, that one right there with the bowl haircut. The only one with the true bowl haircut is best. Because they gave her that bull haircut for Christmas. Looks like three times Princess Diana. <laughs> After the crown. Mom, I didn't want to cut my bangs. If looks could kill, I'd have just crapped my pants. I, it's like I'm on a Delta flight. <laughs> I think she got... I think she got the only pair of plaid striped diapers. Oh. <laughs> I think she's being forced to go to Michigan. You You guys. The plaid striped diapers, so called farting tartans. It's organic. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a promise to our listeners that we will re- later this week we will release a, a video uh, uh, going through more of these because you guys got to see. Like, I'll I'll make sure we do one. <laughs> Why is she dressed like a bride? What's that? Why is she dressed like a bride while standing next to one of the Beastie Boys? Of Oliver Tree. While she's standing next to one of the Beastie right. Boys. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Okay, wait, there. wait, wait. Don't talk smack about this. This was me when I was 12 thinking about one of the new kids on the block. <laughs> I mean, not a big deal. I'm embarrassing. That's all over the internet. But... Oh, 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 my God. That's good as oh, yeah. <laughs> Benatar family. Oh, my God. Look, it's Batman. Wow. <laughs> that's Batman and that's the dude talking shit. They don't look like they have much Christmas spirit. No, especially the girl especially the girl in the half top. She's like, I'm third. Family right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you. Catch me outside. How about that? This is this is the casting. grew up in Compton. The other one was in the Hamptons. Dude, this is this, no. This is the casting photo. I get it. It's the casting photo to Grease Three, the Married Years. <laughs> Summer love ended. Here, she's just a hippie child. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like the worst Christmas card ever. Dude, but seriously, the the father, look at him. Tell me that ain't Lewis from fucking uh, 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 Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Now that's a beard. That's fake. No, he takes your light up six with Santa. I hope yeah. that I hope that beard's Santa's flame retardant. Sister, okay. <laughs> he's just he's just wondering where the third hoe. We're like ho ho. One of you is missing. <laughs> Probably hidden in the beard. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, I know we cut it. Somebody said On Blixen. I know we're I know we're kind of cutting it short here, but I've got to get off. So uh, we'll catch you next week with another Collins Corner. Let's go ahead and give a round table for everybody to get out of here. We'll we'll leave on the two hoes. Been watching all these photos. 
All right, starting with uh, start everybody where they can find you and what they can do with you in times of holiday cheer. Yeah, same as same what as regular. You can, find, you can find me at the Life 1069. You can follow me on Facebook at the Life 1069 or on uh, Twitter at Don Smith Comedy. I believe I'm also on uh, Instagram at the Life 1069. Uh, you can also go to the life1069.com. We release a whole bunch of episodes. Uh, check them out. They're, they're a lot of fun. We just got, we just got on like three more platforms this week. So you can go to link L I N K T R dot E E slash the life radio show for links to whatever podcast format you listen to. You can find us there on just about every damn thing now. And if there's anything that you can't find us on, let me know at the life1069 at gmail.com and I will get our asses on there. <laughs> and Chris Rudder, are you going to leave out some milk and cookies for <laughs> Santa Don when he shows up in two weeks? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know it. <laughs> Why don't you tell uh, me? I might. You're not yeah. far from my house. <laughs> <laughs> tell everybody where they can find uh, what you're up and Ben. There you but uh, so at the year you'll be able to find us on Spotify and then check in on public or private what your F and binge page and you'll be able to see all the other places we're located at. All right, cool. And uh, Serenity, are you going to tell B what uh, why you were kissing Santa Don under the Christmas night? Oh no. What happens in the North Pole stays in the North Pole. <laughs> That's what I like to hear from my ho-ho-host. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you. You could definitely not find me there. <laughs> um, I got the ho, actually... ho, ho, <laughs> I think that I'm going to be a piece of charcoal this year and say you can find me later. <laughs> you guys all messed me up. Like, have my old pain on. <laughs> Pant check. But not least, the Santa's little helper who's probably sitting there right now with a big smile on his face with all the coal for all the bad boys and girls with his Delta diapers. Mr. Colin Washburn, where can they find you? <laughs> It's organic. It's organic. Yeah, you can find him minus the diapers at his OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no diapers, please. <laughs> um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, you want to send us a message positive happen for your holiday or something about diapers, what the hell, uh, send me a message. Uh, <laughs> with a K at gmail.com. Right on. And I do promise we will get your segment. I, I ran over time. That that was my fault. I apologize. But guys, if you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Great podcasts of Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. And of course, if you prefer, no problem, just look up Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. FM, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Guys, have a safe and happy holiday for Hanukkah. Christmas is right around the corner. We will see you right beforehand. But until then, guys, next, Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. Have a good night.